0: what's up guys welcome to a vibe call west radio today we have a very special guest finn matthews what's up everybody so i have actually kind of a previous relationship with finn i met him at this event with music swipe shout out music swipe we both performed at the peppermint club and it's actually kind of amazing that you know we're able to now reconvene you know at the beginning of the year so i can really ask like how's the year been man
1: bro it's been crazy yeah yeah i feel like this year has been a year where i've really come into myself and Mm -hmm. i've like really figured out who i am as a person Mm -hmm. and i feel like i'll continue to do that but yeah it's it's crazy just like it's kind of weird because i'm 23 but this is the first year where i feel like i'm like a real ass adult (laughs) and like there's been things that have come up where i've had to like really rise to the occasion and like become an adult and uh yeah so we ain't playing around this year
0: of course man i think it's like a really it's a normal sentiment like Everyone, when you're trying to find yourself, like, and you're only 23, it's like, you haven't spent that much time with yourself. Yeah. So it makes sense that, like, once you kind of reach that age, you're like, wow, like, I feel like I understand what needs to be done, kind of how I want to operate. And I I think that's amazing, man. Yeah. And you are really young, which is, and to me do my research and find out all that you've accomplished and done, it's truly, it's something to be celebrated. Thank you, man. Yeah, of course, man. And I mean,
1: I, not, not yet, but you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I think it's important even along, you know, even along the journey to give the flowers. And like, you know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a fan of yours, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I'm a fan of yours as well. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. So today, though, guys, um, it's really important for us to figure out why musicians like certain albums and song. So we took we took Finn's favorite song, we put it underneath the microscope, and we put it into an elite eight tournament bracket. The way that we seeded the songs is based on total number of streams. The way they progress is Finn's opinion. The song, the album that he chose is Continuum by John Mayer. Legendary album. Legendary album. Legendary. Why did you choose that album?
1: You know, it was a really hard question for me to answer. I thought about it for probably like three hours. It's good. I was just in my room like, hmm. I went through a few, you know. A couple honorable mentions would be um, Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder, um, Graduation by Kanye, um, the x by ed sheeran great album mm-hmm. uh, and a couple other ones but this one ended up being the one i chose because there's just so many different ways that it spoke to me and i feel like this album came into my life at like a really good time and really like changed the way i looked at music like this album i would say is like the reason why i play electric guitar wow yeah well then, so that's you know a it's crazy because like everyone's got like their their guitar hero and like i would say john mayer's mine
2: mm-hmm
1: um yeah so when I was like 17 maybe I kind of like got put onto this album you know I I had heard like the hits and shit you know but I got put onto like the whole body of work and yeah I just remember hearing the guitar solos and they're so like they're so lyrical in the way he phrased them and like mm-hmm. the way he wrote it it's it's almost like the guitar solo is its, its own voice literally and that kind of like I had never heard that because all, all I had been on was like R&B and pop music that They don't really like utilize the guitar solos like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah it kind of just like changed the way i look at music you know that's that's why I chose it
0: you know it's it's actually amazing that you say that because i've never really thought about it like that but it's so true when you think about guitar solos those are full sections of the songs that people are literally like interpreting as a voice that's why they can stand alone yeah so it makes a lot of sense when you say it like that and i also want to say so just candidly we talked about this a little bit before he came on you know there's so many it's hard there's so many great albums, but it's hard to choose a favorite album because it depends on the mood. 100%. And the way, some of the albums you were describing, it's, you're not, you're going to want to listen to them in a certain mindset. Yeah. But I'm really happy for the sake of the show and you being a homie for actually choosing one. So thank you for doing <laughs> yeah, that. It was hard. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and then, yeah. um, I always like to do this exercise and it's always funny because artists, you know, you're a very, you know, authentic, modest, nice guy. So it's, but it's a good exercise. So, I want you to imagine that you get into an elevator with John Mayer. What would you say to him? You know, just like kind of tell him, but also when he, because you know what he does. What would you say when he asks what you do?
1: I would invite him to my studio, and I'd say, "Come here, what I do."
0: That's said. So but
1: the first thing I'd say to him is, "I love you." <laughs> of
0: that's course, the first thing I would say. Yeah, that's a, it's a it's a great answer. I love the confidence in that, and just like you know, cause you are a songwriter and you are a producer. So it's like step into my world and like just kind of see yeah what I do. And I think being in LA for a while, like I've kind of
1: learned to like let the art speak for itself, you know, cause everyone's got shit to say. Everyone's got like their elevator pitch that they give you when you meet them in public. But like, and I noticed like no one really takes me seriously till they hear the music. Cause everyone's saying shit and now everyone's actually like on that level, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just like to let the art speak for itself, you know?
0: I think that's a great sentiment. I think that, like you know, young people, because a lot of people actually that watch this, it's it's all these young kids that want to make music. So it's a really yeah. great sentiment to hear. Is like let the music speak for yourself because yep. that's going to open up more doors than you trying to yell at the door, let me in, let me in. The yeah, music and
1: there's times in. where you got to champion yourself and yell and all that. But like right here, yeah, right here,
0: because man, like you're fucking dope and that's why you're on here. Thank you, man. This was going to be this. So with that in mind, guys, I wanted to do that fun exercise of putting finn in the same room as john mayer now it's time for him to actually go to the board and figure out the first two matchups of this just you know kind of fun exercise we're doing so the first one is going to be slow dancing in a burning room versus i don't trust myself with loving you slow dancing in a burning room wins that one off rip mm-hmm yeah Please expand on that. Why would you break down that? Like, why do you like that song more? I love I Don't
1: Trust Myself. That's that's a great song. And, and that was actually, like, my favorite song on the album for a time. But, you know, certain shit ages in a certain way. And slow dancing in a burning room lyrically is just, like, I'm so s- fucking timeless. Amazing. And there's also a live version, which is, like, one of my favorite. You know the live in L.A. version? I actually haven't heard that it's one. one of no. my favorite live performances of all time. I'll listen to that. So I might be a little biased, but, yeah, that
0: song all day. Well, it's good to be biased. It's your list. It makes sense. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's dope. I think you know it's crazy. Like, I'm biased s- as fuck. <laughs> exactly. When is my shit what I like. No, um, <laughs> it, it's great that I love the way that you broke that down. Um, were you surprised that Slow Dancing in a Burning Room was number one? Or do any of these surprise you, like, of the seatings, like, because they're based on just popularity? Oh, it's, so it's popularity? Yes, yeah, so I just did it like based on like so. Slow Dancing in the Burning Room. Hard has, of Life
1: is the least popular.
0: No, actually, it's gonna be um eight. So I just did Wait, like so. There's some that aren't on here, right? Yeah, so I, okay. I can only do eight songs. Got you. And then I just did it with total number of streams on Spotify. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the top one. That's the top one. I didn't one. even know. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. I that's when I when I do these lists, I'm like I'm so I'm always so, so surprised with the seating of it. I would have thought Gravity was number one. That's what I thought too. I was I was so confused yeah. with that actually, like straight up. Uh, Awesome. So slow dancing in a burning room. I agree. That's, I love this album too, by the way. So this is awesome. And now it's going to be the next matchup is waiting on the world to change versus vultures. Which one do you think is going to move on?
1: I'm gonna put vultures on there because I remember I figured out that guitar riff by by myself and I was proud of that. And also, I heard waiting on the world to change like since I was younger. <laughs> yeah. So I think I. Was it's like kinda, every by by the time in I like, got put onto the album, I was tired of that shit already. Yeah. But yeah, vultures, great song. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Also, I also relate to that. You know, like in L. A. there's like you know what the song's about It's like vultures waiting outside your door trying to get stuff out of you, and like Literally. that shit is too relatable.
0: You know what's really cool about this as well is like that the mechanism for the interview is like just by you talking about like vultures like you just told me something is like you learn to play that and then also it relates to your life in that way so it's like that's what i love about this exercise because it actually allows you to sometimes just start talking about just i don't even need to ask the questions you just start talking about yourself so yeah so it's great like that i'm very
1: passionate about music so i could could talk about it for hours (laughs) i love that man then we're definitely
0: in the right podcast for this 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 is awesome so now guys we are going to transition to just some of the questions that i came up with my team really great stuff so um i want to start off with this once i get my notes in the right order because i can't believe i did that to myself it's fine so you are from Linwood, new jersey correct yeah that's correct so it's the town of three three traffic lights correct
1: what, what do you mean I so if you look that. you look
0: up lynwood it's like the three traffic lights are in your town
1: there's three traffic lights yeah there's more than that
0: there is yeah then Google's fucking with me right now so Linwood, new jersey Obviously. i know that you came out here you came out here when you were sixteen. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, we're if this was actually, hold up? It was a thing when it was it was everywhere. Mm. <laughs> you try. I love how you're trying to visualize the town in your head. No, nah, there's more than three. Okay, then it's perfect. So now there's we know. Re- there's probably less than ten, though. Oh, that's what I. So that's what they were saying about Damn, the town, which
1: maybe that was written in like 1920. <laughs> <Yeah. you
0: know? laughs> there was like wasn't a lot of cars, but so you moved here when you were 16. Yeah, that's like a really remarkable move.
1: Yeah, it was crazy.
0: And I, you know, when I wanted to ask, how much did 50, did a day in Linwood with 15-year-old Finn differ from the day 16-year-old Finn in Los Angeles? How different were those days?
1: I mean, I'm from a town with like 7,000 people, so there's not that much to do. You know, More, you pretty 3, much go to school. Was. I used to like skateboard around, go get soda from 7-Eleven, which wasn't even in my town. I had to go to the next town to go to 7-Eleven. Um, yeah, so there wasn't really shit to do. Uh, And I I was very limited in, like, my musical journey there, too. You know, I was taking, like, guitar lessons, vocal lessons, and all that. But there wasn't really, like, much to expand into, you know, musically. You know, because once I got, like, mediocre at all that stuff, I was, like, the best.
0: (laughs) In the town. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just winning every talent show.
1: Yeah, straight up. Mm -hmm. But once I moved to L.A., like, I was exposed to this whole new world of music and, like, people that were actually doing it on, like, the professional level. And I think when you're around that, like, it pushes you, whether you're aware of it or not, to be better than you are, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I was pretty much, like, off-rib. I was thrown into, like, the artist's lifestyle, like, immediately. You know, like, so I had, I had signed with this management company, and that's kind of the reason why I moved out here. And they were, like, managing every aspect of my life pretty much, like, wow. scheduling me for shit, like, yeah. you know? And I pretty much went from, like, going to school to, like, being a full-time artist you know yeah. like every day i wake age, up i'd have shit on my calendar you yeah. know it was like it was crazy um so yeah it, it definitely was like a, a culture shock of course yeah
0: i think for anyone like just you know like i, I want to say though like so many people dream of doing that and at such a young age like that's something to be celebrated it's like be, like making yeah. that move even if you know you had the team around you that was amazing like that was really great and so i want to now Put sixteen year old Finn and then the Finn of now in the same room. What would you tell him to have day one success? What would you set your expectations for? What advice would you give him?
1: First of all, I just want to say, when I was sixteen, if I met me now, I probably would have thought I was like the coolest motherfucker, <laughs> which is dope. Dude, you
0: kind of are. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I definitely was like, I had no fucking clue who I was when I was sixteen. Like no one does, you no know. One does. But I probably would just tell myself to just be authentically myself and don't be afraid to like tell someone to fuck off because mm-hmm. I think I think for a long time, like being in an industry with people who are more powerful than you, like you you have to learn how to stand up for yourself, you know, And you, and I feel like I had to go through things that taught me like why it isn't a good thing to let things slide, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. um so do you mean that like creatively or like in a business sense? creatively business wise like yeah everything yeah. of you know, course you're like also impressionable when whatever
1: you're yeah you're impressionable you know but like whatever you really believe in because i had beliefs at the time i just didn't yeah. i didn't stand too strongly on them you know mm-hmm. so i would just tell myself to just stand on my beliefs mm-hmm. real strong
0: love that definitely and i feel like it's it's pretty awesome to to hear that and like, I think it's a really relatable story to a lot of artists because as the process goes along, like there's the story of J. Cole with his first album, like you really like get, you become, you understand the game, you try and play the game, but then like when you're able to kind of break out of that and create the art that you want, that's when you make the best art. Yeah, so, 100%. And like, but also like you're 16 years old and that's, inc- <laughs> like you're there, yeah. like you're learning so much it was incredible.
1: Yeah, no, it was a great, I wouldn't take any of it back. Definitely. You know? Like I, I learned so much during that time. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't really feel like I came into, like, myself as an artist until I was, like, 20. Mm-hmm. That's when I felt like I first made the art that, like, spoke to me, mm-hmm. you know?
0: What art was that?
1: That was, like, when I started making, like, Into the Open, Low Key, um. even the song IDK, which is kind of, like, I'm, like, talking my shit on it. But, you know, it was real to me at the time, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, like, the first shit where I was, like, really where I felt like it was on a good level where, like, I could put it out and I was saying shit that I really believed, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Definitely. The synthesis of those two things is very important. Yeah,
1: because I was making songs on my own since I was, like, 16, but they were ass, you know? <laughs> so, like, I wasn't putting them out, but I just, you know, I loved the process. You know, I I would be in the studio all day and then I'd fucking listen to that shit back and I I would love it, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like the most important thing is that you love what you're making because that's going to make you want to make more shit. Of course. You know, because I, I remember, like, being in the studio with like this big producer and, and I was making beats and shit and I was like playing in my beats and he was like, okay. That sounds pretty uncompressed. <laughs> just and at like the time canopy, I was yeah, and like, I didn't even realize he was like throwing shade on my beats at the time. He was kind of just saying like, it sounds like amateur, you know? Yeah. just like, that sounds uncompressed. And I was like, yeah, man. I love the shit that I was playing. So
0: like, that's all that
1: matters, you know? Like all that matters is that I loved it enough to get to a point where And to do it enough to where I got to a point where I was, like, doing it at a high level. Of course.
0: Do you think that you've put in, you know, are you on that journey of 10,000 hours right now? Oh.
1: I'm probably, like, close, if not past it. Yeah, you've been doing it for so long. I wouldn't say I'm, like, an expert in anything. But I think, like, musically, I've definitely put in the hours. Mm -hmm. Like, close to 10,000, if not more.
0: Mm -hmm. Because you've been doing it for so long.
1: Yeah. And I I probably spend at least, like, three hours, four hours a day just making beats like cooking up
0: five beats a day for three summers that's what Kanye said you had to do oh yeah Yeah, five beats a day is for three summers i think he said that on um what was it on spaceships on Calls dropout that's crazy uh, i remember
1: when i was like 15 i first got a laptop yeah and i did a beat every day that whole summer mm-hmm. i remember i told myself at the beginning of the summer i just got out of school i was on the machine beat pad and i was like i'm gonna do a beat every day yeah and those beats were all trash but
0: but like you learn something so unique Every single time you do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's like, it's, it's so funny. Even the songs that you don't release, like I, I always like catch myself. And like, when I'm like, I don't want to release that. You still learn something every single time you're on the mic or you're in Facts. you're in the DAW. And that's awesome. It and also like puts,
1: it puts things in your mind that you're able to use in future songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I've written like bad songs, but then there's like one line in it where it turned into a whole nother song
0: literally so many times you were able to recycle it in like an organic way yeah when you don't use that that's so true
1: yeah it's crazy how that shit works Mm
0: -hmm. and i love the journey that you're kind of just like you're you're illustrating with the move there and then like you really standing on your morals and then the beauty of la is that you know you're able to be associated with different parts of the entertainment industry and art and you know i want to ask when i say the name young Perd, what does that mean to you young who young Perd. I don't know who that is. Were you not on Night Owl High? No. So that's actually
1: a weird thing. I don't know why, but IMDB thought I was on this show, and <laughs> I was not. It, dude. I'm, I'm 0 for 2 right now with <laughs> you. you're going to have to cut nah, this want to do that. No, nah, you can leave that shit in. That's, that's hilarious. I tried, man. No, nah, but I remember people used to DM me, like like asking me shit about that show <laughs> yeah. and i'm like what the fuck that's so funny <laughs> i have no idea i was like damn i didn't know he was an actor too i was super well, impressed just, i haven't heard that night out high shit like that was like when i was like 16 they yeah. thought they put me on there It was like, like on the imdb i
0: know dude i, I don't saw know that what the fuck. i was trying to do my research and i saw that and i'm like i didn't even know this guy acted but i was like i have no, to ask no. about that. i do want to get into acting but yeah i haven't done it yet mm-hmm. and then do you do you enjoy like songwriting for other people at all yeah you, yeah so yeah, that's,
1: that's like a big part of what i do
0: actually yeah so i wanted to ask i think it's really amazing that you know kind of what we were talking about with different songs and you learn different things have you found that wearing the hat of a songwriter for other people has allowed you to improve the songwriting for your own songs like when you write a song for someone else do you learn something and then be able to apply it to the songs that you write for yourself
1: honestly the thing that happens most is it just makes me upset because i write songs for other people and then i'll be like Man, why couldn't I write that for me yeah. <laughs> you know but, but it's
0: inside you you know I mean you can bring it out yeah, again
1: but I feel like there's something that happens like when you know you're writing for yourself where you get in your head about it you know
0: 100% um,
1: and there's times where that doesn't happen but then there's times where it does but when I'm writing for someone else they're just telling me like a story you mm-hmm. know and I'll just be like okay and then I'll fucking write some shit and mm-hmm. it'll be dope as shit and I'll be like damn <laughs> but you know I wouldn't have written it if it wasn't in that situation. Of course. And
0: collaboration is such a big part of music.
1: 100%. And just like,
0: you know, you're investing in your community. You're finding people that, you know, are like-minded like you, that like your work, that, you know, kind of want to branch off that. And then I know that you've described yourself as a, you know, a self-described tech nerd with regards to like music production. Yeah. You're working in Dawes, So I wanted to ask, is it more likely that Finn produces the beat of the year or writes the hook of the year?
1: I'm trying to make the B and write the hook.
0: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> exactly, man. Because you, do, you, could you can do both. Because yeah, you can do both. Yeah, That's awesome, man. I
1: couldn't put my finger on which one would be more likely, but, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. I think, I think I'm think i like, I'm getting more into like the producing for other artists like on a higher level, you know. Like I just had a placement with this artist named Mata, Mm-hmm. and I produced the title track for her album. Really? Yeah. That's so sick. Me and Elijah produced it together and, that's wrote, so sick. and wrote it together. It's awesome. Um,
0: How'd you guys get in contact?
1: Um, he had like some contacts at Rock Nation, I think, mm-hmm. and then the re- we did the record like in the crib, mm-hmm. and then somehow it got to her. That's dope. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of like getting more and more in that space every day of like getting in those conversations between like in ours when they're like, "Who who are we gonna call for this record?" You know, like. Trying to get trying to get my name in those circles, you know? Because once you become, like, the dude that they call, you you the dude that they call, you know? Exactly, man. Yeah, you really so.
0: develop that relationship. Yeah. And I wanted to ask, so, you know, I love that you dabble so much in the production. Because, by the way, like, the, having that in the tool belt is, like, so valuable as an artist. Like, you're able to, one, communicate. When you're in the studio, you're able to communicate what you want. If it's not your beat, like, you understand, like, how yeah. to, like, communicate. And also, when it is your beat, there's a sense of kind of... You know that uh, you love this, and like you're creating something from just your mind. And I wanted to ask though, how quickly when you're creating a beat, do you know that you want to make this into a full song? Do you have to see the process to the end, or do you instantly catch the vibe?
1: Nah, to be honest, bro, like I don't really make full beats anymore. Like I used to make full arranged tracks, but now I just make like the idea, and then if I hear a melody to it or or whatever, then you know it'll kind of insp- it'll kind of bounce back and forth. Like the melody will inspire more the beat that might inspire another melody or another verse and then vice versa. And then the song will just kind of just goes, it just depends like how much creative momentum you have, you know, Mm -hmm, sometimes I make a beat and like have a cool melody, but then I'm like, I'm not really like, I'm not really coming up with any lyrics. I'm just going to like put this aside, you know, maybe open it another day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty like, after I have like a main section of of a a track, you know, I can kind of like feel the vibe and like see how much, uh, how much it inspires me. You mm-hmm.
0: know? Definitely. It's a feeling.
1: Yeah, 100%. And like, it's not really some shit you could plan. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. it. All the best songs I've ever made were like, it's almost like God, like put all the pieces together for that song to happen. Totally like, agree. I'm not even religious, but like, there's no other way I can describe that. Like, there's been times where I'm like. I had to do this in order to make this song and that shit was ass, but that led me to this song. You know and I've had relationships that inspired songs that are amazing and the relationship maybe was a failure you know but like I feel like that's just God putting all those pieces together for like your art to happen you know
0: love that man it's so it's so true I and mean, I've been seeing this clip I don't know if you've seen it of like uh, Rick Rubin today specifically I've been where... reading
1: his book actually really yeah
0: how um, what have you been learning about yourself and the creative process through that book
1: I'm not too far into it. I only read like one chapter. Yeah, but still. So I can't speak like fully on it. Yeah. But maybe we'll do an updated version of this when Please I'm done. Please do. Yeah. Because I know, but,
0: the, yeah. Because like he's such a one spiritual kind of just guide for us in this creative realm. Like yeah. he has so much success, but he speaks so authentically that we're kind of like, oh, like I want to listen to this person. When yeah. He speaks.
1: I think the way that he, he talks about art is like really eye opening. You know, and he, he, I remember I did read this part where he said that like, if you have an idea and you don't fully like execute that idea the idea like goes somewhere and then someone else is going to take that idea so literally. like if you have a record that deserved to be put out and you didn't put it out someone else is going to like make a similar record because that is like what the universe needs to express at this time literally and i thought that shit was dope because i feel that you know
0: 100 percent. there's definitely mind share going on and like the idea of I love that. Just like the energy is going to go somewhere else, it's yeah, going to it's be going pushed to. out because it deserves to be. Mm-hmm. The world is supposed to hear that theme or sonic sound or any of that. But I think the the clip that I saw today, which I think is very, it's you're, you're gonna love, is that he was saying that it it the success comes with success is upon creation, and success comes from if you like something so much to share it with other people, that's success that's what he was saying in music that's facts it's true because like you know we're in such a digital age where analytics and streaming and social follows are just like they they, they're able to quantify sometimes the success of a song but i think you try and strip that back yeah
1: yeah it's tough like balancing that because you know you want to chase numbers you want to pay your bills you want to fucking have the money to do the things you want to do but you also want to like stay free spirit and you want to have that childlike view of it you know if you focus too much on the numbers and shit you get jaded
0: 100 you know,
1: and, and you, you like i noticed when i've been too focused on results like i don't make good music
0: it gets compromised
1: yeah even like with producing like if i'm like overloading myself like i need to do sessions every day trying to get placements trying to get paid <laughs> i notice i just don't make as good a music which is like a self-fulfilling prophecy of not getting where you need to go
0: exactly so, you're not a robot no, yeah, and it's tough, especially in our field, because like, you want to be in the sense, like every single day, I have to be doing something and getting closer. But yeah, again, yeah. like you're not a robot, so give yourself that space to kind of breathe with that. And um, you know, speaking again, so we're going around, we're going along this kind of like path. That you're breaking down, moving here, sixteen, kind of your creative process right now. And you, yeah. you know, even when I saw you on stage, by the way, I, I want to say this really quick. I forgot to say this in the beginning of the interview is. There's such, there's so much value and so much just power in when I hear an artist sound as good live or if not better than the studio version. And the way that you sounded live at that Peppermint Club show was amazing, man. Thank like, you, bro. Like those vocals sounded so clear.
1: Thank you, man. And a lot
0: of times it isn't clear. So I want to say that off the top. Of the head. And also you were wearing a really sick outfit too. And you seem to well, have a I was style. like an orange shirt. Yeah, yeah. with the glasses on. Yep. Yeah. And you, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, Kind of seeing your journey It seems like your style Has kind of developed Over the years As you know As you've grown It's normal mm-hmm. But I want to ask Is that Monster Zing shirt Still your favorite shirt? Nah It's, nah. it's grown? I like that shirt You like that shirt still? Yeah, but, but
1: I don't know It's summer now Like that yeah. shit is sweaty as fuck <laughs> That's
0: I what don't... you said In the other part too That you it was sweaty Yeah What's your um, what's your favorite kind of outfit now? What what are you wearing right now? Because you know you're. you're like, going this
1: shirt. I love this shirt. Yeah, it's fine. I've been in this shirt like every day. Yeah, yeah. I'll perfect. do this thing with clothes where I get I'll get really like obsessed with them. Yeah, and I won't take them off.
0: It's like an era. Yeah, I love that. I'm
1: very like obsessive about a lot of things. Uh huh. You know, so it could be like clothes or shoes or like if I I'll be like in a sunglass vibe for like a month and then I'll like not wear sunglasses or I'll be in like a snapback vibe. <laughs> yeah, and then I like won't wear snapbacks anymore. It's like. I'm just very like, I think I, I really get into like certain vibes and I, I go fully into that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and there's such a relationship with fashion and, you know, the creative world and art. And do you find yourself, cause I love that you're saying that like, kind of like those different eras, are you finding that, you know, are there specific brands that you, that you really love to rock? Is there a specific, you know, kind of like, do you like this kind of new baggy look that's going on right now?
1: Yeah, I'd definitely be doing baggy shit, but I wouldn't say there's any specific brands. Mm-hmm. I kind of just get whatever speaks to yeah, me. Whatever just like looks fucking dope. Yeah, and I don't really like buy too many clothes. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I kind of yeah. just like either like I'll get shit for free or like, you know, I'll trade shit with my friends. Like I I do this thing sometimes where I like, I'll be like, "Yo, let me look in your closet, tell you what I like. If you don't want it, I'll give you some shit out of my closet." Yeah, it's kind of fire. That is dope. Um, Cause I used to just like go and get brands, you know, like go to the store and be like, Oh, this is fucking Gucci shirt, you know. Yeah, like I used yeah. to do that, but like now I just kind of wear whatever speaks to me. You know, it doesn't matter if it's expensive or brand name. I don't I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It could be like a one dollar T shirt from Goodwill. If it looks dope, it looks hundred percent. I mean you know? like
0: thrifting is sick. Yeah. You can get so many amazing things. I like the sync the synchronistic nature of like as the music you're like standing on the morals and kinda of, like doing that. The same thing with like the clothing. Which yeah. is like whatever you like, and it's like whatever you like with the music, with the clothing, it kind of just yeah I think, comes together. I
1: think, I think in this day and age too, you gotta be like that. Yeah, I think a lot of people, people know so much about your life now that like they'll see through any of that facade shit. You mm-hmm. know, like you can't really hide behind clothes anymore because like when it really comes down to it, you have to be yourself at the end of the day. One hundred percent. When it comes down to it, you're gonna you're gonna be tested in the public eye at some point. Exactly. You know, and like when you don't stand up to. Or you don't really, like, fill the shoes of what you're trying to present yourself as. You're just going to look dumb,
0: mm-hmm. you know? I think, yeah, and I think it's so true just because, like, the accessibility that we have now with artists, it's you're instantly able to sniff out the bullshit or the in- inauthenticity. Do you think that the accessibility that social media is given is there's both benefits and positives? And I know you, you've you done drawbacks. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. And... Do you see that, like, what do you view as the best parts of social media for what you're doing and some of the drawbacks? I mean, the best parts is that I can just
1: share my art, you know, and like there's really no limit to the amount of audience it could reach potentially. Mm -hmm. So that's like, that's the best part. Uh, I'm not too into like, I'm not the dude who's like posting everything he's doing, you know, (laughs) like you can follow me. I'll post pictures and shit, but like you're not going to know where I'm at 24-7. You know, some people have that vibe, like that's not really my thing. I prefer to just keep it more around the music, but I would say the worst thing is probably like seeing other people's career path and then comparing yourself to that, you know, like you got to really like let that shit go.
0: Totally agree.
1: You know, cause I could see, I could see another like kid who's the same age as me, like doing similar music and I'm like, why wow, is he getting more likes than me? It's just like, at the end of the day, like we're all out here just trying to live our dreams, you know, like I don't got nothing against the next guy for doing that
0: yeah it's you know. like it's, it's i always try and I, I it's such a normal thing that we go through and I always kind of go back to you know my old therapist told me this this idea of abundance mindset like there's enough for everyone yeah like and and when you put that energy out into the world you definitely receive that which is really great and i'm and I'm happy to hear that you're that you're aligned with that and yeah, man. it's important because like yeah,
1: I think we can like here's my thing like I have no business trying to shoot down someone who's dope if, if anything, I'm going to go try to be their friend so we can be dope together and we can maybe like feed off each other's dopeness, you know,
0: literally cross pollination and just like, you yeah. know, expanding just the network. And it's really important. And um, I, I love that. I love that open mindset. It's very, very important. Like That's, yeah. that's what I see is the most successful thing in young artists and just like what they want to do. And, you know, I want to say, speaking of dope artists, I think it's time we go back to the board All right. and speak about an incredibly dope artist and album. So we're going to stick with the first round right now. We're going to go with gravity, which we both thought were going to be number one gravity versus the heart of life. Which song do you like more? Gravity. Why?
1: I love the simplicity of gravity. Like there, there's really not any verses or like sections. It's literally like a chorus and then like a bridge B section. And then it just goes back to the chorus and mm-hmm. then back to the bridge and back to the chorus. I love how there's like, what he wrote is so impactful that you don't need to like, put other shit on there. You know, like you can you can play, I feel like the best songs you can play over and over and over again and it still means just as much. It's like that gravity chorus, The even like the third or fourth time it comes around, it still is like hitting, you know? And you don't need to like, put all this crazy production and shit, yeah. you know? It's just like, I have this song I wrote with Elijah actually, um, called Forever's Not Long Enough. i actually actually got a tattoo of it the lyric, just the other day (laughs)
0: yeah also that's an amazing title for a song i love that thank you that's sick
1: but the whole thing is built on this concept of like forever's not long enough together's not close enough and the, the whole verse is like building on that and then it has this b section and then it goes back to that so you don't even know like what the chorus is what the verse is like it's just a vibe
0: yeah, i know exactly what you mean like when like when the song does that that's yeah, and that awesome. song
1: gravity actually came to mind when i was when i was writing that mm-hmm. it was like in terms of like how i could structure
0: it is that know? song out
1: no no it, i just we just made it like Dude, i want to listen we to just to made it, <laughs> it like two i'll play it oh, after. No, yeah I'm just we like, just made it like selfishly. two or three weeks ago i
0: love that man that's second you already got the tattoo i love that yeah it just uh, spoke to me you know dude 100 percent. i mean like it's it's your music it's super authentic and you yeah, know gravity yeah. is an incredible song um and then finally to end the first round, Stop This Train versus Dreaming Stop with a Broken. <laughs> <this>. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. Quick, man. You're like the GM of the basketball team. That's the first pick. Why? Stop This
1: Train is just... Honestly, I'd put that like top five songs of all time.
0: Really? Yeah, I think... Ooh, we got an early contender, but I think it's going to
1: win. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. But yeah, of course. Stop This Train, if you listen to it, like, I'm only 23, but I can relate to it so much of just growing up and like feeling like life is passing you by and like dealing with all the emotions that come with that and it's just a beautiful story Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know I I feel like even in the last three years I'm like a different person than I was Mm -hmm. and like I probably will be a different person in three more years definitely will you know but at the end of the day like we all just want to like sit back and like savor the moment but at the Mm -hmm. same time like We have so much shit we want to do, so much shit that we haven't done, and that song just like encapsulated all that Mm -hmm.
0: perfectly. And it's such a universal sentiment, like we all Mm -hmm. agree, from me to you, even. Yeah, everyone gets old. Ain't no way around. Exactly. (laughs) Does you know? I kind of want to probe a little bit about like the time passing you by. Is there? Do you miss like any of the times in like Linwood? Like, do you miss like that childhood? Are you so happy to be where you're at now?
1: I'm happy to be where I'm at, but you know I miss being a kid too, like not having any responsibilities. Yeah, you know, just getting out of school, like skateboarding around, like doing, getting into whatever fucking bullshit Mm you get into. You know, it's like there's definitely times where you miss that, you know. But then as a kid, like I wanted to be doing everything I'm doing now, so it's like a double edged sword, you know. Of
0: course, man, the grass is always greener. Yeah. Do you? What were the summers like in Linwood?
1: It was cool. I mean, like, there's there's beautiful beaches in New Jersey. Yeah, so,
0: seriously, there are.
1: You know, I, we used to go to the beach a lot in the summer, just fucking skateboard around, bike, like, you know, just get into whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we filled our time with just wasting time.
0: Lit- that's, a, that's, a, that's a bar. That's why we write songs. Everyone. That's a bar. Right that was a bar right there. That's sick, man. I think it's, um, especially when it's summer and just like, I kind of wanted to get that picture and you know and, and get transported back there man because like it is such a powerful thing that we all miss like those summers when i think about it, when i was a kid it's just like i'm from manhattan beach so i was at the beach as well oh fire and just like you know you it, just the lack of responsibility and the the out the outpouring of optimism you're just like the entire day yeah. like this is my fucking world i can do whatever i want man so
1: yeah and you know you go to the beach and then you come home and you just you don't got to think about like <laughs> checking your email oh my god you don't making think sure about i posted today You got to think about posting. You don't got to think about content. Yeah. You don't got to think about checking your bank account. Then that's the one. You know, it's a nice life. But then there's things about this life that are way better than being
0: a kid. There's a lot of freedom. Yeah. You're allowed to do what you want. Mm -hmm. Especially as you get older and, you know, the financial freedom starts to come into play. It's, uh,
1: yeah, we're not there yet, but we get. Nah, trust me. I wish,
0: (laughs) man. We're on the same path. We, uh, we got this, man. I know that, um, I know one time you actually brought up on your Twitter that one of the one of the things you're most excited about when you get rich and famous is to stock your fridge with great drinks. <laughs> Bro, you really dug deep. Yeah, so that's what great. I want to ask what drinks would be in that fridge, man? I'm like really fascinated with that because that's such a great I saw that and I was like, that's fucking awesome.
1: I always like whenever I went over like someone's house when I was younger and like their parents had money or whatever. It's always stocked. And I saw their fridge just stocked with shit. I would be like, that's so dope. <laughs> it's so true. And like I always just wanted that. <laughs> yeah. Um and you never
0: think about that, but it's so funny. That's so true.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um I would definitely have some yerba mates in there. Bro. Um hundred percent. Topo chico. Yeah. Oh, sparkling are, water. Yeah. Gas. Fire. Um probably some beers. You mm-hmm. know, for the kids,
0: for the kids, just yeah, like you know. just if you have an event, you have a function. Yeah, yeah um,
1: maybe uh, some some uh, vitamin water. Water's fire. Um, I'm
0: picturing the fridge right now. It's a great fridge, by the way.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too much of a soda guy, so I probably wouldn't have no soda.
0: Yeah, I don't think I would either. But. Yeah, and then water. <laughs> we yeah. need the water, dude. Thanks for exercise. Doing that exercise, man. I just thought, I thought that was just it was. Yeah, it was I'm so sure. Sh- I could think of more shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that's perfect. I feel like you need your energy drink. You need your yeah. beer, soda, whatever. Like you know, whatever you need in there. Yep. What's your favorite beer?
1: Um, uh, I'm not too much of a drinker, but I like Coronas. Coronas are fun. yeah, they're, they're classic. You know. Yeah,
0: smart. Um, I think. What about you? My favorite beer? Yeah. Peroni. Peroni, Peroni? It's like a, yeah, Peroni. It's like an Italian beer
1: is it a I think I had that in London.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Um my my girlfriend, her sister and uh, her sister's boyfriend, we always like get them together. So it's kind of like a That's fine. memory thing, man. It's like so cheesy to said that online, but whatever. I love it. It's um now I want to as we're breaking down this album, you know, it's really important to also focus on Finn's art and how much of a fan I am of it and um, how much that I think there's value in just Allowing artists to speak about it. So with that in mind, um, I have chosen three lines from the song that Finn's going to be performing for us. And love alone, you. you know, and like, the, like, look, man, it's up to. I know, like, art is all about just like, if you want to be like, kind of like, you know, vague with it. If you want to explain it to the t, yeah, whatever you want, man. So, okay. um, the first one that I chose, when my team uh, chose these. I think it's cute when you get sad and try to take control. You think it's cute when I get mad and keep it on the low.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's just like... Kind of like talking about the power dynamic that happens in relationships, you know? And like, if someone is feeling insecure, they might try to like, go overly trying to like, you know, be in control of themselves. Because they don't want to be like, they don't want to have their emotions so at, at someone else's whim, you know? And then... I think as men we all understand like being mad and like not really knowing how to express it in a healthy way. Mm hmm. So, you know, keeping that shit on the low and like trying not to be a fucking dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, but also it, like learning how to communicate that properly. Of course, it's tough. You know?
0: And like also it's like tough, I feel like, when you're a guy to be vulnerable. Yeah. So you want to show your girl like I'm fine. Like, I'm yeah. You don't wanna you don't
1: wanna be like that shit made me upset. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. But but I also think it's smart, like not smart. That's not the right word. I I love that like there's such like a great positioning on that of like you don't want to be rude to your girl. You want to just be like a dick. Yeah, you, nah. you want to try and keep that inside and like you know be a sweetheart, and like man. learn and what is that? Gotta be a gentleman. You want to be a gentleman, a yeah. And, like really, and like that's so true. And like they, there's so many guys that aren't that. So like when it, just to make that effort's amazing. And yeah. then so the second one, there are so many incredible lines. I'm. I was sad I only got to chose three, but. You know, watch you watch you smile while you sleep at night. Your skin was glowing in the candlelight. I wrote you a song. Can't wait to show you in the morning. These other problems, baby, so unimportant.
1: So yeah, I have this thing where I like to. This is gonna come off crazy. I like to just like watch people in their sleep.
0: It's you know, like a normal. Like it's like a normal like like I'm a relationship. The, yeah, yeah. You know, no, just <laughs> not, like, when you're not a random person. No, not random.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yeah. if I'm in a relationship, you know, like I think it's cute when the girl's sleeping, you know, and you, you just course. like. Stroke her hair, you know, yeah. like maybe like put the blanket up on her, you know, if it fell down. Um, sound and of I love candles. Yeah, me and my girl love candles. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. But, um, and then what's the next line? It is it's waking <laughs> up in the morning
0: with these other problems, baby. So oh, the,
1: wrote you a song. Yeah, I wrote you a song. Um, I just think it's cool, you know, when you write a song about someone, you can't wait to show them. Mm-hmm. that's awesome it's kind of like tapping into that
0: and like it's so unique only you could do that or like you know only an yeah. artist could do that so that's like a new level of like intimacy and just um like loving which is really awesome
1: yeah it's also hard to like tell someone that the song's about them
0: <laughs> yeah you know? i know what you mean so you're like you play it for them you're like uh or they'll be like this is about yeah you know, exactly you're you're like, like damn um what do you think this is about? Also, I just want to say the imagery with the glowing, and the candlelight was awesome. Thank so you. it's one of the reasons Thank I you. chose that. And then finally, I know it's hard for you to grasp because your past, it happened crazy. Got me praying like somebody who would die without you lately. That was fucking sick. Thank you, man. But yeah, please talk about. that. Honestly,
1: like I, none of these lines, like they have meaning behind them, but I didn't really think. Of course, that it, hard. Like this shit was mostly normal. off the dome, and that's
0: normal. I know that it, um, yeah, it was the acoustic when you were playing. Yeah, so on the yeah, search, yeah. so. But just, like, what does it mean to you when you hear that? It's pretty I much... I mean, a lot
1: of, like, myself included, a lot of people have, like, trauma from their past relationships, you know? Might be a little insecure. Might Might be hard to, like, believe someone's intentions, you know? So if someone's telling, telling you that they love you, you might have been shown by someone else that, like, that's not something you should trust. Yeah. You know? So sometimes people just have problems, like, taking what you're saying at face value. Even if you know you're being honest, like you got to recognize that they might have been in some situations where, you know, it put things in their head. Like maybe they don't believe that you love them. Maybe they don't think they're worthy of love. You know,
0: that's a big one. Actually. A lot of people feel that. Yeah. Mm. They're, so their own worst enemies.
1: Yeah. And then the got me praying like somebody would die without you lately. That's just like, you know, in your heart, when you know you want someone you just trying to do everything in your power to keep them, you know, even if like, Even if they might be running away because they're insecure or or they're scared to open up, you know, there's like so many ways it could go. Mm
0: -hmm. Definitely. I think I love just the emotional side of that. And especially with like the I don't know that my my mom's my mom's a therapist. And there's like these there's these things called trauma. That's dope. Yeah. There's these things called trauma bonds when people are in a trauma bond and I like heard about that. Yeah. And there's like, go, two, go a little further. Into yeah. There's it. like two, <laughs> she's, he's testing me right now. Mom, I hope I got this right for you. Um, but it's like when two people are like both, there's like probably an aggressor and then someone that's receiving the aggression, but from the conditioning, like they're together in this and they're both kind of like putting their own, you know, energy into it. So yeah. it's like the trauma bond that exists is like kind of like when someone's not worthy of love and you're like, outpouring it and they're not receiving it but then you're chasing after it but they keep coming back to you it's just um i just like love that sentiment man like just like the whole energy of this song die alone the title thank you man it's awesome i'm working hard to get it out soon please do man the first line about i said i would only do three i'm sorry i like the song uh you know if i make it sunny by you wherever you are i love that line man it reminds me of Mac miller a little bit like something he would say so i love that um and then I want to still kind of keep with just the theme of your music so i know that in august of 2021 you released a cover of moon by donda oh yeah and Mm -hmm. i know i listened to it fire but i know that sadly it was taken down you know on some of the streaming stuff because of you probably saw
1: my tweet about that
0: i did see the tweet about (laughs) that and i think it's really important though because i want to ask you your opinion on this like what Do you think that it's advantageous for people to see remixes? Do you think it only helps with the exposure of the song?
1: Yeah, I think it... I mean, it depends. Like, you know, I wasn't out to make no money off that. You know, I wasn't, like, trying to take credit for it. You know, that's another thing. But, like, I think someone putting their own spin on art is, like, it should be fair game, you know? And if anything, it's only going to bring more people to the original.
0: Totally agree. Yeah, but it was a great cover
1: yeah thank you man yeah I, was, I worked hard
0: on that shit well, i love that shit i thought it was also dope because you added your own verse it wasn't just like of yeah. course you added i remember i saw one of the comments was like like what's the third verse you're like that's me <laughs> like you're like i added yeah that.
1: there was up. also a comment that was like i loved everything except the finn matthews remix
0: <laughs> oh i that saw that's great like, fuck y'all yeah i mean like that that's just the nature someone just wanted to do that but but oh yeah i'm telling you man that was sick i loved it and i want to ask you know Remixes and covers are such an important part of music. What Mm -hmm. are some of your favorite remixes or covers of all time, off the top of your head? Frank Ocean's cover of Moon River, Mm. crazy, crazy. I love Frank.
1: That shit, like, you know, the original was genius on its own, but like, the modern spin that he put on it was
0: like crazy. And, like, to bring back to your point, we're really looking. I'll let you continue, is, like, there's Frank Ocean fans that didn't know about the song before Frank Ocean covered it. So he's only yeah. bringing course. publicity to, like, so they should yeah. allow this. I'm not going to lie. I,
1: sp- I spun Moon River back when I heard the Frank Ocean version. <laughs> <You laughs> yeah, know? Like, exactly.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. Is there any other, you know, have you discovered any cool artists off of, like, a remix that you could, like, think on the top of your head?
1: Hmm.
0: Or you can just continue with just your favorite remixes of, or covers of all time. I, I, think- found,
1: um, t- I found Tame Impala off of the the Rihanna um, same old mistakes
0: really yeah because you know that's so you know that
1: Rihanna like redid that song Mm -hmm. it was originally Tame Apollo's song yeah exactly
0: on um, so I
1: found him off that
0: wow that's so sick see like exactly like that's the sentiment that we're getting at where it's like you just discover these incredible artists and these covers um, are such an important thing so that's awesome and speaking again incredible artists incredible songs I want to go back to the board we're in the semifinals right now it's only going to get more difficult God these damn. are songs you've already chosen that you liked over other songs excuse me so let's do the first one it's going to be slow dancing in a burning room versus stop this train oh Ooh, i know man Dude, that's gonna hurt me it's the nature of the of the beast it's gonna get harder oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever gonna forgive Dude, you for right <laughs> i you know man Exactly. <sighs> These are the reactions I want, by the way.
3: <laughs> All right, let me think about this. Dude,
0: take your time. This isn't like a easy one. We're chilling. I'm just chilling here with Caden. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Caden. <laughs> it's tough. They're both so well-written. Yeah, I'm saying... Stop this train! Boom. What to say? What you were thinking on that for a while? What was the thought process?
1: I was just thinking about like what would I love in twenty years, like what would still speak to me on the same level in twenty years. Wow, that's a and great I, answer. I think
0: that one. I love that. That's a great answer, actually. It's so funny as as it continues, you have to dig deeper. <laughs> You're like, yeah. to, you really have to make that choice. But I agree with you. Stop this train is amazing. It's I love again your love for lyrics and like the energy that it conveys and transfers to you. Thank That's you. That's really awesome. Now it's gonna be vultures on the other side. It's gonna be vultures versus gravity. Gravity. That was a quicker one. Why do you think that was a quicker one for you? I just think uh
1: I think even John May would probably
0: answer that pretty quickly <laughs> yeah i feel that it's it's a three seed versus seven seed i feel that yeah gra gravity there there's a power <laughs> there's a power when a song is so well known but it's still so quality because sometimes you get, it gets diluted yeah kind of what we were saying with waiting on the world to change like when you hear it a thousand times It's yeah. interesting though that gravity has that same level of popularity but it hasn't had that effect on you yeah that speaks to it that is crazy it is crazy I think because it leaves so much to
1: the imagination, like I was saying. You know, like, there's not that many lyrics in it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, like, two sections.
0: Mm -hmm. Literally. So
1: so you can, like, pretty much apply it to whatever. Mm -hmm. Apply it to a relationship. You can apply it to work. You can apply it to personal struggles.
0: That's so true. It fits so many different hats. Whoa. That's really great. And then I know this is the most cliche uh, question. In an interview, but I'm honestly just interested. Who, what are you, like your top three influences? Would you say?
1: Oh, influences? Yeah, I thought you said influencers for a second.
0: <laughs> I was like, I did not know this You're was like that Kim kind Kardashian. of interview, bro. No, no that's hilarious. Not <laughs> Kim influences. Kardashian, bro. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, I don't even know any other ones off the top of my head. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So influences, music-wise, then influencers, social media. Mm. Can I, I?
1: Can I expand it to five? Please. Okay, so. These are in no particular order. I'm just going to rattle some shit off Would say Stevie Wonder, John Mayer, Brandy. Woo. Um,
0: I love it. The great thought. I really appreciate that. Also, you're just a music head in general. So there's yeah, so there's many a lot people, of albums running through my brain. Yeah, there's right so many now. out and people artists that you love, so it makes sense. Hmm. It's good though.
1: Well, I'm gonna throw Kanye in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I think he revolutionized not only rap music but pop music as well.
0: Mm-hmm. In like, what you way? Know,
1: I think he brought like the gritty. Sonics into radio shit. Yeah, that's a good you know? point. Wow. Like before that, it was all like clean, well produced, like pop.
0: You know, hundred percent, very clean. And like yeah.
1: you know, when you hear like "Love Lockdown" on the radio <laughs> yeah. or "Heartless."
0: Yeah, seriously, so or you, even
1: like stronger. You know, it's like it's a pop beat, but like it's different. Yeah, it's different.
0: The drums are like muddy, and like everything, just like the, like progressive, and just
1: yeah, like, it's, it's so sick. I think he just, like, revolutionized that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then one more.
0: Mm-hmm. You're starting five. You're Mount Rushmore. Kanye is one of my favorites, too. He's so good. So good. Minus all that. Is 808... I know. It's tough all right now. It's <laughs> tough to defend his... Uh, yeah, it's it's really tough.
1: But. No, I mean, there's no defending it, you know? Yeah, you can't. But... I'm Jewish, so it's like it's you know
0: it's tough. Damn. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I mean, you gotta just let the music like you know for like graduation, 808s and heartbreak. Like,
0: mm-hmm. is 808s your favorite album?
1: I would say graduation. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I'd say they're they're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Because like, you keep, like, bringing you know, up... to me like those albums don't represent that other shit. Of course, yeah. you know. So it's like, I feel like I, I'm one of those. You know, I know there's like a conversation of like separating the music from the artist, like their behavior in real life, separating that from what they what they put out. And like I feel like. I'm pretty good at separating that mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. I think even like bad people can make beautiful art that opens mm-hmm. your eyes to crazy shit you know
0: mm-hmm. exactly like if you're if you're able to learn from their actions and never repeat them then it's good yeah but you can still appreciate what they offered in a positive manner
1: yeah so and well, you can always think like someone who might be like also I, I know someone who has the same exact uh, <laughs> the table. table I feel yeah. like I've seen
0: that table too I love that man um, your eye for detail <laughs> right I mean there.
1: it's right there it's not that much it's not that <laughs> fine a detail but yeah like you you know I'll see people who maybe don't like don't really do what they preach in their music in real life but it may, it maybe gives you hope that like deep down they really know right from wrong mm-hmm. you know and maybe they just have shit they're working through of course you definitely
0: know? I mean yeah and there's with Kanye also I think there's some mental health stuff of course about, so that you makes know? sense
1: it's, it's really sad all around you know yeah for every party it's bad, hundred percent. But off of that controversial shit, <laughs> yeah, no, but no, I mean,
0: like, it's like this is this is a music podcast, and that's fair. I think it was it was approached in a very appropriate and nice way. Of course, you know. Uh, do you have your five, or do you want to just do Mount Rushmore four? <sighs> You've given great answers. Everyone. I'm gonna
1: say this, and it's, it's kind of left field, but this artist. I love that. I don't know if it's a band or just one guy Mm -hmm. called Five for Fighting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, hundred years. Yes. Thank you. Uh I know. I love that song. But that was like a music video too.
1: Yep. That was like some of the first music that I really felt like touched my soul. I remember when I was like, I had to be like four years old, maybe like three. And I remember I heard that song and I don't.
0: There's something I, I
1: couldn't like tell you really what was running through my mind, but I just remember like feeling how meaningful that was. Even mm-hmm. at four years old, like I didn't understand half of the lyrics, but like melodically and like the changes. Mm-hmm. You know, like it really touched me.
0: It's and also like, an easy it's a linear story that's easy to follow too. No matter yeah, what it's it, kind of the same concept as stop this train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And that's why it's probably spoke to you. The yeah. similar song, so it makes sense mm-hmm. actually. It's pretty congruent in that way. That's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for I'll put you on the spot with this one. So that one, thank you. I literally gave you no prep. So that was awesome. Um, Great. So now that we have the semifinals done, um, we have the finals, which are going to be Gravity versus Stop This Train. But before we do that, I would love to have the audience listen to one of your songs. Because I think it's really important that while we're having this conversation, they should really also understand how talented you are as a musician. So, would you be down to play something? Yeah, let's get it. Let's let's get it going. Caden, right. how are we gonna set this up? Awesome, great job so far. You're killing it. Yo, you too, it's man. Awesome, right? Yeah, that's cool. This is fun. No,
1: I'm just playing guitar. Cool, cool. All right. mm.
0: Where's the bathroom at? Go to um, right, and then a right, and then another right. All right cool. Triple rights. Right, right, right 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 well, maybe, well i'll get the guitar over yeah, there do yeah yeah dude i like oh uh, yeah dude same but maybe it's just a set piece or yeah like Dude, i need a fact checker for some of my shit <laughs> <laughs> that was funny dude
2: seems like an enigma online.
0: yeah right i'm like what's going on yeah, yeah, so that, that we'll keep that in, that's funny.
4: Uh, yeah, was this uh, 100, I see cables in there. That speaks electric to me. Does it have a uh ooh, that might be a plug in. I don't know if he's got an instrument cable, but
0: I think maybe he'll just play but we'll see.
4: Yeah. D I would be pretty
0: sick. How are we doing on time? Are we are we all over?
4: Um yeah. Yeah, I'm not
0: too too worried about it. Sorry about that. It's all good. Honestly, I got thrown off when one of my facts wasn't right. I was so happy that the fucking drinks one was right. I was like, thank the Lord.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, though, I think that's that's funny, too. What? Just like I said, the whole
0: IMDb thing is funny. funny, Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, 100%. Man. Hmm.
4: Tables aren't built for having two mics go like mm-hmm. that, but I think uh, as long as it's posted against this chair. Let's just see. he's sitting right here. So, we'll bring this back. A bit maybe. Oh, wait, he's gonna be playing. Mm. He's uh, uh lefty. Righty?
0: Probably a righty shit. Righty. Hmm.
4: I think that could work. Yeah. We'll just bring this down.
0: Cause you can probably it up. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. You're, ready, I mean. right? Just, you're yeah.
1: right here. We're just yeah. Righty.
4: Oh, okay. okay. Thinking about this in hindsight. We'll try and get the mic up as much as we can. Um if you're able to ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking oh, it's like so a little weak, what you're saying? Um, no, I mean, the arms are fine, just the table isn't the best support. Want to put, like,
0: put like a backpack on or something? That might help.
4: Well, I think it's like leaning on the chair right now, so it should be fine. Um, yeah, if you just want to get set up with the guitar and then I can adjust the mics for you. I gotta tune
0: this shit. Dude, Finn, I think the highlight is the IMDb thing. That's so funny. That you've Bro, gotten that before. I know. Uh... And do you
4: want headphones on while you're playing?
0: Do you want to have fun, Um,
4: totally up to you.
1: So, I'll, I'll How do go. you have, like, uh, what kind of, like, shit you got on it?
4: Uh, I was going to ask if you want me to put, I think I just put compression and a denoiser on there right now. Um, if you want me to throw anything else on it, I can. If you want, like, a stereo wide or, uh... I'm going to say, like,
1: a little bit of compression thing. and, like, reverb. Okay, so... I heard. did one of these and they used a 7B and, like, the dude had the worst shit on my voice. And like, the uh, one you okay. saw on the... Like Instagram Yeah He had like It was so fucking like Crispy When we took yeah. out like All the low end I It was like so it over compressed natural At least yeah. so like Cause we could tweak it in post Yeah exactly cool, so.
0: so you could just like Let us know how it sounds too Yeah
1: Yeah that sounds good to me But some reverb Is not that big to me.
0: Look at that Kaden with the perfect setup I'm putting it in here Cause I love hearing how it sounds You
1: know what song that is?
0: No what song is it?
1: it's that uh, heart song
3: wanna really what you say <laughs> it sounds really good most days you confessing my faith is me on that table too it might be a little wobbly don't want to fall into
4: it, but...
3: well, I think my so we'll
1: backpack on it. I think we gotta lift it up because his headphones is oh it might be under the table yeah lift that you know
4: um, yeah I could probably
1: just tilt it up
4: for a second there you go Ah, uh, we need to
3: a... cut me do some slack, <laughs> some slack bro. Cup, yeah. Just cut to it. Gotta swear you, there's nothing like you. If I controlled the weather, it'd be sunny by you. I don't care. We could sleep until two, two. We could do whatever if it's feeling right. I watch you smile while you're sleeping. I. Oh, Shit. <coughs>
1: probably bring that. Yeah, I think this is good. I record
0: guitars for a living. That makes my job Yeah. Dude, when I used to do this podcast in my house, we would we could never do this. <laughs> this is so much sicker. I love it. How long you been doing it for? Um, Me, or, oh, okay. both of y'all. Uh, I've just been doing this since like I've been doing. I think we're like what fourteen episodes in, but I just I rebooted it so probably since January. And then, Kaden, what about you? Uh, I mean, professionally, like year or
4: so. But I used to be in bands
1: and oh, nice guitar and stuff
0: too. So anyway. it's very helpful for this podcast specifically.
1: I used to uh, I used to edit podcasts for a side hustle. Really? Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I used to like take out all the mm. shit they didn't want. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Where would you just be on, like, Fiverr or something? Or how would you just, like... No, watch? I just
1: had people... Oh, shit. I just had, like, someone I knew who had a podcast. Yeah, that just, like, would do it for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: What would you edit with?
1: So I was just doing the audio.
0: Got it. So it was, uh... You just put it in like your DAW.
1: Yeah, just in Logic, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I, I use Ableton now,
0: but yeah. at the time. I feel like that's more user-friendly for producing. Ableton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people love it.
4: Also, since we're still rolling, just for like continuity and syncing, I can pull playing without the reverb. I can stop it
1: real
3: quick and throw mm-hmm. some on there, but I can also uh-huh. put it on in post too. Girl I, su- um, Girl, I sway. Should
1: this be a little further out? Because it's kind of clipping a little bit.
3: Girl, I sway. It. There's nothing like you. If I controlled the weather, it'd be sunny by you. I don't care, we could sleep until two. All
1: right. That sounds really good. Yeah, we could get it. Take this ear off, too, if I... Yeah, no, that looks dumb as shit. <laughs> you look good. All right, let's run it. Dope. We ready?
0: Yeah. All Finn, right. Finn Matthews.
1: Yeah, this song is called Die Alone.
0: Vibe called West Radio.
1: Yes, sir.
3: Sway it, there's nothing like you. If I can control the weather, it'd be sunny by you. I don't care, we could sleep until two. We could do whatever if it's feeling right. Oh, I'll watch you smile while you sleep.
1: Oh, let me do this again.
0: You're good. It I actually r-
1: don't want to hear myself.
0: Okay, you're good. sounds
1: a little
0: too dry. Okay, it sounds really good. Fine, All right, rip it.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a little dry for me to like get into a vibe. Yeah, yeah, I know so it's true. Yeah. what you hear?
0: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> for it dry, that's crazy.
1: It's too dry for a vibe, but you gonna put it on after. So you <laughs> yeah, good.
0: literally in post.
1: Yep. <laughs> you need to get the Apollo, bro. Apollo's OP. That's what I got in my studio. That shit's just people oh, be really? like, "You, your shit sounds the best in my ears, and no latency." Oh, that's awesome. that's the best too. Yeah, bro.
0: Because with all like the plugins on, there's no latency? No, because you do like, it in
1: the, the console. Yeah. You know, it's got, like, a separate... You don't have to monitor it through the DAW. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you can monitor it through that, and it's like...
0: That's a good note, actually.
1: Yeah, no, like, whenever y'all get, like, a, home a budget yeah, increase, yeah.
0: you know, buy that shit. 100%, I appreciate that. Idea.
1: Yeah. And also, like, for... I know you make music and shit, like, yeah, for your studio.
0: Seriously, dude. Yeah, it's, the, it's annoying when all the... Yeah.
1: All right, let's get it. This song's called Die Alone. Live this song's called Die Alone. I hope y'all like
3: it. Girl, I swear, you, there's nothing like you. If I controlled the weather, it'd be sunny by you. I don't care. We could sleep until two. We could do whatever if it's feeling right. I watch you smile while you sleep at night. Yeah. You stay around me like a satellite. I wrote you a song, can't wait to show you in the morning These are the problems, baby, so unimportant But we can talk about it, if you want to And we can fight about it, if you want to And we can fuck about it, if you really want to If you really want to I'm sick of games we play, I'm sick of all the highs and lows Too many sleepless nights, I hate you's and I told you so. I think it's cute when you get sad and try to take control You think it's cute when I get mad and keep it on the low Fuck it, who cares, just hold me close, yeah It's you and me, don't nobody gotta know shit Will you stop asking about these other hoes, yeah And I'll stop asking if you love me so much If you know me like I know you do, yeah if you trust me like I know you don't I, You know that I ain't getting over you yeah. There ain't no limit to the ways I love you I watch you smile while you sleep at night yeah. Your skin was glowing in the candlelight I wrote you a song, can't wait to show you in the morning These are the problems, baby, so unimportant But we can talk about it if you want to, and we can fight about it If you want to, and we can fuck about it If you really want to, if you really want to If you wanna make that happen, we can, it's nothing I don't want no bullshit, I just want the love and passion I know it's hard for you to grasp because your past happened Crazy got me praying like somebody that would die without you lately so fuck it, just hold me close Yeah, you are the only one that I need the most And never switch up like a change of clothes And it brings me pain to think about the fact that someday you might go If I don't find another you, I guess I'll die alone
0: Yo. Thank you guys Holy shit Alright first of all I want to say really quick man Whenever I, I have an artist come on here The faces that I make are just going to be memes Cause ah, I'm, I'm fucking grinning I see it. Dude you'll see that it's fucking so sick man Just the switch ups of the flows And just the voices To do that in one setting Like that's thank amazing you, man Thank you I can tell the ten thousand hours of getting put into play.
1: Yeah, it almost there, dude.
0: It's almost yeah. there. also the fucking lyrics are super sick, and just I love Thank like you, the man. little rapping part in the beginning. That was tough.
1: Yeah, you know, like I, I'm super inspired by rap music, and like I, I love incorporating that shit <laughs> into like, you know, because I'm really like R and B pop, like that's where I'm at. But like, you know, incorporating any of that shit into like my my sound is cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like I can always really, I can always really hear that. And like, especially in the, in the psycho song, I was kind of telling you about, you had like a little bit of that flow when you were saying you're waking up making beats in the morning. I like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that dude. It was, it was awesome. So, what did I say? Like make a beat by 11. Or yeah, something? yeah. And then have breakfast. Um, yeah. And then man, let's keep with it. You got your guitar in your hand oh, yeah, or you can out. put it on there, whatever you want. So was, yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's a amazing job with that, man. Thank uh, you, that man. I fucking Thank put a smile you. on my face. And I like now. Song. I'm
1: trying to get that shit out, you
0: know? Please do, man. Shout I would love to out. promote it. If you wanna, we can make sure that it syncs up with this pod, whatever you want. And um, it's time, though, man. The decision's only gonna be tougher. I'm sorry to do this for you, to you. Not for you, to you. For me. <laughs> Finn Matthews. You're doing this for me, bro. Stop this train versus right, gravity. Man. Let's end this with a bang. What's your favorite song? You ready? I'm ready. You ready? They're ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Kaden's in the back. like right. Kaden's like you talking to me.
1: My decision. After many years of contemplation,
0: many years. Stop this train. Boom. Gravity in that statement. Nah, stop this train, man. Is the winner, and no you pun know intended. what? Man, More I. pun s- intended. No pun intended with that. So I was lyrical miracle no. um <laughs> this i was gonna say after the way that you spoke about stop this train i had a sense that this was gonna go the. yeah distance. i kind of gave it away i was i was early i jumped the gun no i was but... still i mean like the di- when you no, you took your time between these two i like that you were like really thinking about all the different elements man but again so is there something left to say about stop this train that you haven't said already or do you think it kind of you've you've laid it out there
1: The only thing I'm going to say is what I already said, but it also has the simplicity of gravity. You know, like there's not that much going on in the production. It's not trying to be anything. It's just telling a story. And I think that the part that really like takes it over the top is that the part at the end where he says, uh, had a talk with my old man, said, help me understand. He said, turn 68, you'll renegotiate.
0: Ooh, that's heavy. That part I think is like.
1: I just don't know what the fuck John Mayer was smoking when he wrote that, but I want some of that.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, man. That's yeah. so sick. I agree. Yeah, I, that's like a, just like 68 negotiate. What a great internal rhyme, and just like paints such a vivid picture, man. But look, you've you've it's like in hot ones. You run the gauntlet. No, like you've done. You finished the bracket, man. We you did, did a, it. Did an amazing job with that. March you performed Madness. Live. Over here. You broke down bars. You've done so much stuff on this podcast, man. I want to let you speak about what you got on the horizon, just to allow these listeners to support you in any way, man. So, what do you have going on the rest of the year?
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you for having me, man. It's been fun as shit. Of
0: course, man. Um, thank you for
1: coming on. As far as what I got going on, I got a couple projects I'm working on, um, and I don't want to say too much, but. Look out for new music very soon, within the next month or so. And I'm about to just be spamming the internet with new music. So keep a lookout for that. And I'm about to take you all on a journey because this music goes on a wave that follows my life. So the music that's about to come out was like mostly written last year. Oh, wow. And I, I, I don't really like necessarily think I'm in the same place mentally as I was when I wrote it which is why I have another project that I'm writing now.
0: That makes sense actually. So, wow. you're going
1: to hear where I was last year and you're just going to get to follow along with my life with a little bit of a delay. That's so sick. But Yeah, I think I think there's like a there's a real character arc and like I've uh, I've played it for people and they agree. Really? You know, like the lyrics in the the shit I've been writing lately is like it's more grounded, it's more mature. You know, it's like it's more me really mm-hmm. you know there's less fear involved i there's, love hearing there's that. less facade you know and like not to say that the other music's fake but it, it was a real time in my life you know where exactly. maybe i had these walls up you know and so as i've like done the work on myself you can hear that reflection in the music that, so i just want to say keep a lookout for that and that's all i gotta say
0: well no pun intended that's music to my ears finn's Sheesh. an incredible artist please check out his music Um, We're going to drop all of his socials in the bio for all the people listening on Spotify. We will have it in the bio of the episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Vibe vibe Called West Radio. Vibe Called West Radio. Episode done. Great job, man. Yo. Yeah. Let's
2: go.